0: Welcome to
1: the Player One, Player Two podcast. Episode 39, Don't Look Back in Anger.
0: Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm Player One. I'm Kathleen, and I'm Player Two. Welcome to the Player One, Player Two podcast. It's a podcast about board games and our two-player experience of playing board games. And today we're going to talk about, this is, well, okay, so this is a complicated one. You're okay. Rolling your eyes, you look sad. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the intro. So, lo- like, like, like all the folks out there.
0: Long, long time ago, we played this game that we hated. Yeah. And we were quite verbal about it. Yeah. As often as possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, not. Re- i mean, We just mostly said it to ourselves. We didn't walk around the streets yelling. <laughs>
0: Speak for yourself. (laughs) Strangers down the street know about this game. Anyway, you'd also know that we don't really like negative reviews. We've never done a review of this game on the podcast. So why are we talking about it now? Well, there's a definitive edition of it out. and Mm. The game in question is Sentinels of the Multiverse.
1: We never did a podcast about it because we gave our copy to the Goodwill before we started making podcasts. Yeah,
0: I... I think that to understand the journey of this game, we got this game in its last edition, which I think was called the Enhanced Edition, which is confusing, uh, like six years ago. And I can't begin to put into words how excited I was to play it. Really? Because it was like, yeah, it was like a cooperative card game based on superheroes. So it's hitting like all the boxes for me, especially back in the day when we played tons of cooperative games and it had it didn't have to build your deck which i was sick of because we played so much magic right right and all the decks were unique and everything ran itself and so interesting and then i remember getting it and playing it and just being devastated because i like <laughs> really really did not like it no to say i did not like it is like is an, an understatement. understatement i was crushed by it yeah i could not <laughs> believe how much i didn't like it i
1: just remember I don't remember any of the specifics like you do. And Eric has gone down a rabbit hole of like looking at like looking up videos of people comparing the old. Well, like, I other really... night, he's, he was like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was reading this Excel spreadsheet somebody made comparing each card. No, and I was I like, was
0: doing that during my work hours. Oh, all right. Fair, fair.
1: Uh, so you didn't wake up in the middle of the Only night and for a that. few
0: minutes if anyone is listening. But I did do it <laughs> during a conference call that I was not involved with. And yes, I was because I was curious because the people so first of all if you don't know about this game it's a cooperative spoilers it's a cooperative superhero based card game where you're playing together against villains okay and um it has like it has some very ardent followers people love this game there's a ton of content for it people really really like it there's a world they created characters for like fake comics
1: So did the comics exist? Did the comics happen first and then they created this or they created this and then they made comics? I think that
0: they, they were like, we're going to make a game. So why don't we create characters for the game? But like, as though we were making our own comics for them, like they, the comics even have like names.
1: Yeah. And Um, the various allegiances have names. Yeah.
0: Like teams kind of like the Avengers would. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what came first, the chicken or the egg here. And I also okay. don't really think that there are actual comics. Okay. I did some light Googling, but that's... uh, I didn't want to go too far down that rabbit hole.
1: Uh, a during work hours? Or no, that was uh, afterwards,
0: <laughs> between bouts of staring into space. Um, so anyway, it's a cooperative card game. Basically, we're just fighting against the villains. And it's run by sort of like an AI deck where you just... Like Lord of the Rings is or the uh, the LCGs. You know, draw the top card of the deck and resolve. Yeah. And my big, big problem with it when we first played it.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier, was that you have done a deep dive trying to go back to this, but I don't really remember it very well, um, other than I have like an overwhelming impression of just feeling like it was too mathy, like there was too much to keep track of and it was too difficult to figure out what my hits were, what hits i was how taking how much damage am i doing yeah is oh is this actually is comboing how does this work together yeah. so i remember it being like very feeling like i needed like a spreadsheet to figure it out like i needed like some, like accountancy is yeah. what it reminded me of so that
0: was my last where i was was yeah. that the so the reason i was looking up like okay i kind of wish i had my old box that we had 100 years ago but I don't. I donated it. Wish I, I had left it at the goodwill. To we tried to sell it at the second
1: and Charles. I did.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's true. They... Um, because spoilers again, we really liked it um, this time. Yeah. Oh, we didn't <laughs> was... get to that. But I was like, the reason I was so curious to see what the old cards were like is because the general consensus online for this brand new revamped edition is, and this is people who love the game, seem to say, hey, it's not that different. Which okay. I took their word for it. But something about this game was always kind of stuck in my craw. And I was always like, I want to like this game. What is it that I don't understand?
1: What is it you don't like? That I,
0: Yeah. yeah. And so I, we got the game. We played it. We really liked it. We played it some more. We liked it. We played it some more. Still liked it. And so that's when I was like, hey, I should really try and find
1: <laughs> Why pictures I or something like in detail of the old so cards much
0: before. to compare. People seem to think it's the exact same game. Is that true? Well, mostly, I think. (laughs) I don't know. You sounded like a conspiracy theorist the other day, and you're like, look,
1: see? This is
0: completely
1: different. Look at this. Look at that. (laughs)
0: So this game comes with, I think, 12? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 heroes. You also are holding Holding. Yeah, I'm holding their big tarot cards. Um, 12 heroes with these these pre-constructed, pre-balanced decks that all work slightly differently and they're all they all feel unique. And so when I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how many changes have they made, I picked a couple of the heroes that in my head have like, this is how they work from this. Eric edition. is
1: pointing to his head right now, but they can't see. When I said this
0: is how they work, I pointed at my brain. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. And I was like, okay, like as an example, there's a character in here called Fnatic. Yes. And her deck and her main power is predicated on when she gets below a certain level of health. I think it's 10. Yes, it's 10. It, like, unlocks all these other abilities in her deck. Yeah. A card will say, like, do two damage. If you're under 10 health, do two more damage or Mm -hmm. something. Something like that. Yeah. And I was reading, so I found like a fan-made spreadsheet, basically, that lists all the cards and it has the text on them so you can see what the cards did in the older edition. And as an example, the Fanatic deck in the old game that we no longer have didn't have anything like that in it.
1: You should uh, include in the notes, or if you can right now, where whose spreadsheet that was.
0: I have no idea. Oh, okay. It took me kind of uh, longer than I would have liked to to find it. It was on, like, the publisher's forum. So, I don't really go to publisher forum pages. Not since the early aughts when I was, like, 16. Um, But, yeah, you can find a very detailed, very comprehensive breakdown of all the cards in the original set and including, I think, all the expansions. It was kind of crazy. And everything that they do. And, yes, so my... So, I think that you know, to backtrack, that was like... That sort of proved to me that there had been some marked changes made in the deck. Right. And I also... Everyone seems to be talking about this one character named Bunker who, it's decidedly in the older version, his character was kind of boring. But in this, he's... he's, His power has ramped up considerably. He's
1: like your favorite character.
0: He's a lot of fun to play, yeah. And... I think that my main takeaway with the heroes at least, I don't know the differences with the villains they did not bother to look into those um, but at least with the with the heroes that things seem to have been sort of streamlined and like almost I hate to use the word developed because it has a very specific meaning in terms of design. Right. Things have been sort of honed a little bit more so that the decks are not as predicated on random top decking. Mm, like in yeah. the old game, it was like, I need to draw a card that will, you know, like as Ra, there's a character called Ra. Like I need to draw the staff of Ra. That's where the power is. You but know, I don't think that it gave you that many cards that let you search for it. But in this version, it does. And they're saying things with like that with other characters, too. Like, Bunker has that.
1: Yeah, these feel like... The, these kind of, in a weird way, feel like... Almost like the villain decks in Lord of the Rings. Where you play them and you have to figure out the trick of
0: them. Yeah, because there's no deck building. Like, these are... The, character, the hero decks in this are completely pre-made. There's nothing you can do to customize them. So you do have to kind of figure out how to like, work what is the good card the what are thing? the
1: best cards how yeah. do these cards work together and i wouldn't say that once you figure it out it's not fun anymore because it's also interesting to see how they interact with villains and each other because um, i think that makes for new combinations but i do think every deck has a trick um some of them i haven't quite figured out it's weird to me uh, and kind of cool that I don't... And maybe this is our play styles and we just haven't figured it out. But, like, I didn't really like Bunker all that much. And you don't like Captain Cosmic, and I thought he was fun
0: to play. Well, here's So the, it, it's
1: kind of cool in that way. There's
0: a, I don't know what game it is, but there is a game... I'm sure there's actually a lot of games like this. <laughs> where, oh, you know a good example of this? Is Villainous. Uh-huh. In Villainous, it's kind of the same way. There's no customizing. You have to figure out how the villain works. Right. And... Work them to the best of their, their, you know, design so that you can win. For me, in Villainous, a lot of the villains in it get considerably less exciting once you play them one, maybe two times and you, like, see the trick. Yeah. In a weird way, I feel the opposite here. A lot of times when I play a hero in this the first time, I think it's kind of... I, I don't want to say frustrating, but you can kind of see a little bit of how it's supposed to work. But you don't really know enough to make them work.
1: I kind of wonder if that's why you don't like Cosmic uh, Captain as much as I do. Because I the time that I played with him, he was the last character
0: so you played him left alive. Time. Yeah, he was the last character we had left alive for multiple turns. Well, I played with him for the second time tonight. And I thought it was much more satisfying than the first time, um, but it still I don't think is my ideal playstyle. Mm. But I think that's my main takeaway is that unlike a game like Villainous, where after you like experience the character the first time they become less exciting, in this after you experience the character and you kind of figure them out, or even get an idea, they become more exciting because then you get to start to put the pieces together mm. and i do feel that way in regard to like villainous about other games too i probably can't think of it off the top of my head but villainous is the one that immediately comes to mind where you're like wow that was really weird when i played um ursula or whatever until i got the thing to work until i won and then it was like i don't want to do that anymore i've
1: never gotten to win with ursula so i think we need to uh drop that
0: okay let's just move on I have one where a yeah, of those. Yeah, we
1: anything. all know. We all heard it here first. Do you agree with that, though? No, I would agree with that. I don't know if eventually that's going to bottom out, and I'm going to be like, true. like it might eventually. I might be like, Ugh. but I don't know. Also, if that might just happen with like certain decks.
0: Yeah, like, like for, if I solo with Bunker and two other people over and over again, am I going to be like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to play with Bunker anymore? I, I'm Bunkered out.
1: I honestly have no idea because I, the impression I'm getting is kind of weird because. I have only played with Wraith once, but I have no interest in playing with Wraith again. I, I did not
0: just once too. And I kind
1: of I don't I guess I could look through the cards and try and figure out what the trick is, but Hers is it just doesn't even I think. It doesn't even like pull me. Yeah, she's got a lot of tech gadgets. Um I also don't like her artwork, uh, which we talked about tonight. I feel like I'm, you know, you know me and I don't really need like a like a victim of abuse
0: in a bikini um maybe comic books aren't for you then yeah i know
1: (laughs) i I mean i get it it.
0: it's an iceberg of issues that were yeah well it's
1: not like i don't understand that about comic books it's just that doesn't mean that i'm also not gonna point it it doesn't get a free pass yeah yeah and so and like in a weird way there are other characters in this that i'm like okay fine like yes i i'm not really sure why fanatic the religious one who like hears voices has like her most prominent feature is her boobs, but whatever. Like, that's comic books. There's just something particularly weird about Wraith and her bikini, but also, like, the tape around her legs. I don't know. She's the first one that I was like, mm, I don't really know about this. Um, I guess that's a lie about Fanatic's most prominent feature. She does have wings. They're huge. Um, yeah, wings. she has very big wings. So I guess that... uh Detracts like I really actually like the artwork for Unity. I think Unity is um, a fun one, and Tachyon. I like the artwork for Tachyon too. It's not the most practical outfit, but maybe those circles are like you know drawing in power. I don't know. Uh, maybe her thighs get really hot. But Wraith, I don't know. Wraith is not my favorite. She's not my favorite character or my favorite art, and I couldn't really like get into even figuring out the trick of her character.
0: I, I mean, I felt that way when I played, in terms of, like, the mechan- character mechanics. I kind of felt that way about Captain Cosmic the first time.
1: Yeah, and, and you, that's... You
0: felt that way about this fellow.
1: Oh, no, I just <laughs> didn't want to. The Arjun adept, I just was like, oh, I get that there's something going on here, but... I don't even want to
0: mess with it. I think we were playing against, I don't know who it was, the matriarch. He died, and I was fine with it. And he died, like, almost immediately. (laughs) He got killed, like, on the third turn. And she was like, good, he's done (laughs) flipping that over. It's (laughs) too many keywords. That has a lot of keywords, yeah.
1: Because he has different keywords that go off of harmony and melody and rhythm. And so there's a lot of interlocking pieces in there. I wouldn't mind playing him if he was the only character I was playing. But... I also, as we've talked about before, one other thing we've said about this game is now that we've played two-player where we play two-handed, we don't really which want... Which we may not have
0: done the first time. I don't remember, but yeah. I can't imagine having played two-handed because it would have seemed really unnatural to me. Maybe mm-hmm. we did. I don't really know. I read the rules, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, it, yeah, like you said, playing two-handed now, I, I can't imagine really... wanting to play with yeah. just one, which is really a weird thing to say. Because, yeah. And, and yeah normally, the game, I'm the I'm opposite. Like, play, normally, I have like, to play yeah. two-handed. Like, get out of here! with That no way. But some of the character turns in this are kind of, uh, I don't want to say boring. Boring is like a very bad well.
1: Boring. I mean, it's just the problem of having so much variety. When you have like decks that are that do have such varying powers, some of them are going to be support decks. Some of them are going to be decks that you have to build over time. Some of them are going to be decks that are predicated on, like, three important cards and searching through your deck to find those three important cards. So some decks are not exciting to play in the beginning. You yeah, don't have you, enough power. you
0: playing a four-player game and all you were doing was playing Legacy?
1: No, that's what I... No, that's exactly Ooh. what I said when we talked about it. I was like, the Legacy is the card that would make me not want to play just character. one character. Yeah.
0: Like, some of them... Some of the characters... Like, tonight... Captain Cosmic was playing all these constructs is his thing, and they were allowing other characters to do all kinds of cool stuff. But his turns were kind of blah. Yeah, but some of that was your own fault. Because you could have... I'm sorry that I spoke ill of your favorite (laughs) character in this game.
1: No, I'm not saying that you you spoke ill of my favorite character. I am saying that I will give these cards the benefit of the doubt, because there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff going on in the language of these games and there's a lot to process that it takes a while to get used to it in a weird way, especially if you do play lots of other games. Because one of the things that we talked about after the fact was that Eric was playing the constructs on different characters Without realizing that they weren't limited, so yeah. that he could have been stacking them on the one character that they were working really well with. So,
0: we, yeah, we've played all of the heroes and all of the villains, and we've only lost once. Yeah. This isn't, like, this a This is a very game. well-balanced it's game. It's super well-balanced, and I think that it has to do with the addition. They, they said that mm. they've done a lot to rebalance things. We, we usually win, like, on the ropes. We usually win when it seems like we're about to lose. Like, the one time that we played against um, Omnitron, I think, that was the one where everyone was knocked out except Captain Cosmic. Yeah, and, and he hung he on he was from, hanging like... on by his fingernails yeah. and somehow managed <laughs> to destroy Omnitron. <laughs> and so tonight we lost for the first time against um, Grand Warlord Voss, which looks like Darkseid from DC Comics. A lot like Darkseid. Um, and a little bit of Thanos. Thanos, I was going to say. He's kind of Thanosy. But, um... There, like Bunker had his, uh, the thing that does irreducible damage, and the whole thing is that Voss is like protected by all of his um, minions, and so it did not occur to me to play all of Captain Cosmic's that special construct all yeah. on Bunker to make him be able to activate his power like ten times in a row.
1: I mean, because again, that is a series of keywords, also that yeah, you, you have to get your you have things. to get like your head in the right space to say like, oh, irreducible damage means that I should probably be using this against this guy who's put up a lot of shields. Because you get in this moment where you're like, oh, look at all these shields. I can't possibly move on to this character until we take out some of the things that are protecting him. Mm -hmm. But then you remember that you have, like, keywords that seem like almost like throwaway words, like irreducible. And every single character does a different type of power. which damage. Oh, yeah, has a different power that does a different type of damage. That sometimes that's important and sometimes it's not. And so it's very easy to get caught up in the, like, oh sort of in the rhythm of things that aren't really the case. So like a lot of a lot of games that we play, when you put out a card that's like a construct in your mind, you think, "Oh, well it can't really amplify all that much. I should spread it out between people because we're used to it not doing more mm-hmm. than the than what exists." Also
0: that construct said when this character takes damage, they get to use a power um and in my mind because of because the damage in this game tends to be fairly evenly spread out my thought was that um oh it'll mean that lots of people are going to be taking damage and lots of people are going to be able to do things in response Uh like i had a reason it also didn't occur to me to put them all in bunker too but Mm -hmm. in my head it was a good idea to spread it around too so
1: yeah and that makes that makes sense, but this game is like different, so a lot a lot of times the things that you think are like, "Oh well, this is a logical game thing to do maybe are not because you mm-hmm. have to think about the actual very particular language yeah the language I in get this game very is, tripped up on the language sometimes sometimes I get irritated with for it like
0: the so for uh like the kind of game that this is, it's really text heavy. Um, And I think that they actually did a good job of of cleaning a lot of that up. There are more keywords that were not in Mm -hmm. the older edition. And there are clearer phases that did not exist in the older editions. And they've synced a lot of powers so that it's easier to see when they trigger. All that stuff is great. But in the villain turn, a lot of cards are going to do you damage. Okay, that feels exactly like, you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever. Lots of these co-op games but in this game, it will tell you who takes the damage, mm-hmm. which most games don't. It's usually clear within the setup of the game who's going to get attacked when. Like, if I'm being attacked, they're going to do me damage, right? Yeah, obviously. Well, in this, the cards don't, like, engage you like they do in other games. Like, if I reveal a, a minion card, it doesn't come into my play area, which is, like, a very fantasy flight idea. Yeah. In this, they all just kind of sit in the middle of the table in, like, this huge blob. Yeah. <laughs> And when it gets to the villain turn, it'll tell you what they all do to you. And it'll say, like, attack the person with the highest hit points and hit them for two or something like that. Yeah. And so you don't have the control that you normally do. In games that are kind of like this, where you're like, okay, well, you take this, and then I'll take this, and then you take this. It's yeah. Like, no, a lot of the times it tells I mean, you who's going to get hit.
1: I feel like a super planner probably could factor that in, but I don't know how much fun that would be.
0: Yeah, that's like one of those euro like you could who's like, Hold do Hold on, it. let me run all the scoring permutations before we continue. It, oh no, thanks.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could do that, but you know, it just would, like, like ten hours would not anything. be
0: fun. So in this case, like the, the language is very specific about when you can do things and who yep. they target. Which normally I think is a really good thing, and I think it's good here. But it's something that I had to really get used to. I think we're still getting, getting used to it. it, and we've played this game kind of. And
1: a I lot. mean, there's like there's the one thing that I complain to you about where I'm like, there needs to be another word, like because there's a word for target. So target means anything that can be hit. Anything with hit, hit points, points. and yeah. that includes heroes and villains.
0: It'll usually say something like and environment cards. It usually says something like non-villain target. Which right. means it could be an environment that has hit points. We didn't talk about that. The environment <laughs> deck or uh, a card from one of the hero decks. Anything that has hit points, it's not a villain card.
1: Yeah. But there is a word for, like, your hero character, I think right? It's his character. Hero yeah. character is your big card. That's it's actually <laughs> your character. I think it's the word. Because character. it'll say hero, car- hero targets, but hero targets, that's not the same as your. Hero card Yeah And so Is there something That's comparable For the villain Is it called The villain character
0: well, Because that's not Well it says that there are Hero me. characters And villain characters Yes Okay they're, And it says literally Like they're the ones That have the big cards <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah.
1: But I feel like there's times when that needs to be busted out more. Because there was a time when we were playing something that I was like, wait, does that mean the main? And I think that I was, like, trying to explain. I was like, you know, like us, like, who we are, the people, but bad. Because <laughs> like, oh I couldn't find, like, <laughs> what is that card called? Apparently I, it's yeah. called the villain character yes. card. Instead okay. of villain target.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that the language in this is very clear, but is is not intuitive for me. I mean,
1: it's yeah, I would say it's not intuitive. And while it's clear, that doesn't mean it's not dense, which I I think is akin. It's akin to like the word version of like the first time you play race for the galaxy.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Because the the language in race for the galaxy is just the same. It's like, yes, it's dense, But it has its its own internal logic. Very clear,
1: yeah. Once you figure out, oh, this symbol means this, so this must mean this. Yeah, it starts to make more sense. But it takes a little while for that to happen, I think.
0: And I agree. Like this has its own internal logic. You just have to kind of calibrate your way of thinking to meet it. And I'm never not going to need the useful terms for the difference between
1: collect, collect, discover, and salvage, and and summon. summon. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like
1: it's. I'm always gonna need that.
0: <laughs> I seem to remember discover perfectly fine. I don't know the difference between summon no, and collect. No, I think
1: I just always get mad.
0: Um... Oh, summon goes into play. Collect goes into your hand.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I always get mad because I want there to be one where you just get to draw them all into your hand as you're looking for them. <laughs> I don't.
0: That, I don't. I don't think so. That seems, that that's, seems cheating. A little, that's cheating. That's cheating. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. So, I mean, yes, I think that. I also had to remind myself about this game that it's kind of old. It's not, like, old in any actual sense, but in terms of, like, the hobby, it's old, which is a very weird thing. It's a good reminder that this hobby, in its current form, is not very old. <laughs> this game originally came out, like, 10 or 12 years ago. Um, so, no, it's not old, but for the hobby, that's a long time ago. Um, so... There are some things I think that in this edition they've they've taken and, again, like, calibrated more to, like, the time that's passed since the last edition. Yeah. And I do think it makes much more sense. There's, there are very few times in this now that we've played it where I'm like, oh, man, what does this do? Or who does this target? I don't know. Has it happened? Probably, like, once. But not really now that we've gotten our feet under us. Yeah. So thinking back to the problems that we had, which was, like, overwhelmed by... By, ugh, like tracking, like yeah. minus one damage, plus one damage. A lot of that is still here, but I've not been overwhelmed by it. It's hard to tell if some of it's been sort of um, smoothed out and removed, or if I'm just more experienced. I with I think, complex systems. in a
1: weird way, the difference is that most of the cards that add or take away damage are not are free. A lot of the decks are predicated on moving through the deck maybe more than they they previously were. So it doesn't stay out. So a lot of the things that give you plus whatever damage are things. Maybe you have to pay to keep them out by destroying a card. Maybe you put them out, but that's the only one like it, and it stays out the whole game. But in the rest of your deck, you don't have a ton more like that. Because they're, like, ongoing limiteds. Yeah,
0: I think that the only time that we started, and it, like, got really close. I don't think we ever got to the point where we're like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. But it was like, ooh, it's getting close. Was during the Omnitron Omnitron. It's dangerously close to... uh... Omicron. Yeah, I think that's why I was like, "Oh, I was like, Omicron." No, that's Omnitron. (laughs) That 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 deck was kind of mathy. That villain deck, and yeah, and it got to like late in the game where it was like, "Ooh, there's kind of a lot going on." This is my memory, but it was more mid of
1: the game actually. Most of these games have like tipping points. It yeah. over The villains come and they overrun you and you're like, well, we're going to lose. And then because this is just like an overwhelming amount of junk that's out here. But then you get a little stronger. You get things and you kind of manage things a little bit better. I would say with um, Omnitron, like the hardest part was about like, like three quarters of the way through because yeah. it just had a ton of stuff out. Um, but once you hit that mark... The last quarter, you're like, this is much more manageable. We can do this. I
0: will say that in terms of like the game arc of this, it does remind me of Lord of the Rings. Yes. Because there are lots and lots of times when we play Lord of the Rings, like I wouldn't say every time, but a lot of times, where at some point, like 30 percent of the way through or 40 percent of the way through, you're like, well, this has been fun. But we're totally gonna, gonna lose. To lose this. But then you don't.
1: Tonight was the first time that we were like, we're gonna lose this, and we actually Damn, lost it. it. Us, yeah. <laughs> but I knew we
0: were gonna lose it. We didn't
1: really. Pro- payer for it but you can't the first time you play something
0: yeah now you can kind of select your heroes more accordingly yeah what is a good suit but like that does happen in this every other game where it was like oh i think we're gonna lose but as your characters do ramp up in their power like we didn't we got really knocked around but we still won
1: i mean a nice thing about this is also your characters are helpful when they're Knocked out. Oh, yeah, that's
0: great. So, especially having more than one character, when you get knocked out, there's no like actual elimination. You just flip your character card over and it lets you do like one of three things that aren't great, but as a support character, they're very helpful.
1: Yeah. Um, Because they just allow the person who's playing to do more.
0: Yeah, like as as, if that's you, you're not going to win as the knocked out character. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, my knocked out Tempest won the game, but your out tempest may allow another character to win the game like it's quite possible mm-hmm. which is nice i mean i think that's a really nice thing that when the character is done they're not like really done yeah um that's cool
1: yeah, because it's, that has happened in Lord of the Rings before, or like in one of the like Arkham games
0: before. Oh, if someone is like, "Oh, we're near the it, end. Yeah, one of us so got like, w- I'm gonna keep going." But yeah, I'm but totally the other person just, just, like, <laughs> just looks at it and, and, and like
1: help you figure out whether or not you're gonna. Win. Yeah, but
0: they all, you also don't want to like, oh, we'll just stop because sometimes it's like, but you're so close to the end. I don't want to stop the
1: game. What do you think about like the collaborative aspect of this game? Do you think it's like multiplayer solitaire or do you think it's truly collaborative or is it sort of like you have to determine that on your own
0: Well in a weird way this game probably demands more cooperation than we do most of the time I
1: I keep trying to get you to cooperate more but you don't want to well, I think that <laughs> I, It's a lot to it's it's honestly it's a lot to kind of figure out your own characters so it can be difficult because you can You get to a point where you're sort of like, well, this is what I can do with this person. Mm -hmm. And I don't really feel like talking about it because that's. uh...
0: Yeah, with four. When you play two player, you're running four total characters. So you're each running two. And sometimes the turns can kind of bog down if you are thinking about things. And sometimes when that happens. Especially when it's like, oh, it's not my turn and it's slowing down. I get a little impatient and I'm like, come on, I want to go. I know what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And that kind of kneecaps the cooperative aspect for me. Yeah. Because it it brings out, like, my least cooperative element, which is like, I just want to go. (laughs) Which is why you don't want to play Legacy. (laughs) Um, I mean, Legacy's fine, but you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it, it... it makes me just want to go. And because yeah. you're thinking yourself, I'm thinking myself. So the pacing of it sort of is not super conducive to cooperating. It no, doesn't like make that much sense, but I, no, that's how I feel. Because,
1: I mean, I understand exactly how you feel, but I think it is because the decks are so complicated that I can't really explain to you like what's going on in my deck in a way that's a lot easier in situations where... I don't know, like G.I. Joe or um, like um, Legendary, where you can be like, oh, well, I can knock this guy out well, those or I like, can buy comparatively, this. comparatively
0: like way simpler. No, but
1: they are also, but the funny thing is, I guess because they are way simpler, that's exactly what I'm saying. They're more cooperative. Yeah. And that's a crazy thing to say about Legendary. But in Legendary, which we typically do play very like, oh, these are my cards, don't worry about it. But we do at least sort of collaborate on, like, how do we... Who should we attack first? Do you want me to attack or do you have a better attack and you want me to wait? Like, we have more conversations in games like that. And this, we're just like, I'm just going to do
0: my own thing. Well, and I I think that that has more to do with us than the game. Like, I do think this is a more co- more readily cooperative game than Legendary. I
1: think you can help each other more. But I think that there's less that you can do to explain like your plan.
0: Well when you're also running two characters and I'm thinking about both of them on my turn, I often am more willing to like try and combo with myself. Because if that makes because <laughs> I'm like, well, it's because I like I know what I'm doing with this. No, uh, I yeah. know what I'm doing with this. No, and that's... I'm just gonna put them together and make them better.
1: That's like kind of exactly what I'm saying though. Mm. I don't I think that this game is not as cooperative as some of the other games we have which is okay or maybe not i mean it's obviously cooperative but it's not as it doesn't push you towards collaboration as much because the hit points are also so high the villains are so many that we rarely like say okay like this is what we need to take care of
0: like the easiest villain in the base box is baron blade and he has 70 hit points i did not think that dude was helpful um, I mean, it was uh, oh, not help. helpful. Apparently not being helpful.
1: <laughs> I did not think that he was uh, easy.
0: I mean, I played him solo, I think, twice, and I thought they were both a cakewalk in comparison to like the one that has 200 life. Um, Citizen Dawn? No, that was the, oh. this one, like the alien the one. The alien. No, Citizen Dawn only has 80. Only a 80. crash buta. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think that this game is more co- co- cooperative. I just think that we don't play it in, in the way that like Would be best suited to the game If that makes sense Like we would do better at this game if we communicated more But we don't We don't do badly at it we But I keep asking you to
1: You just don't want to No
0: I told you exactly why I play this the way that I do No that makes sense um, And I think that that does us a disservice In terms of how well we do at it I do think that if we communicated better We would do better Okay but I'm just not good at doing that, I guess. Because
1: <laughs> tonight I asked you, I was like, okay, so who are we going to go for first? What do we want to do? What's our plan here? And you were like, I don't know. I guess that guy. <laughs> and then we didn't and then we actually didn't do, do out that. that guy. No, we'd never oh. took out that guy. <laughs> that guy was the one who had 15 hit points. Oh, and I hit him shit? like, I hit him for like eight. <laughs> And you were like, oh, I'm going to do something different. Well, the
0: only person I had that could attack was Bunker. And you told true. me to keep hitting him. Yeah, uh... that's true. Bunker was hitting the dude. That's Get fair. That's fair. That. Get out of here with that. What are you doing to me? Well, you're supposed to... Yeah, Captain
1: Cosmic. You're supposed to make him work. Captain are you Cosmic. Captain Cosmic. We Captain Cosmic? Uh, so... It is really funny to me that we both, at this point... Each of us has played all of the heroes. At least once. Yeah, me I just you've played, some of them you played more because you've played solo. But it is funny to me, like the ways like some of my favorites you don't like. Like I, mean, I like Fanatic and you don't. I thought Tachyon was fun. You I, like Tachyon? I, I like
0: Fnatic. I just she didn't take enough damage to really uh, say come alive didn't I kinda... take enough damage to really start start triggering all her abilities. I like Tachyon.
1: I was kind of eh on Ra. Like, I I know that he hits hard, but if you're just going to have a hard hitter, I liked Haka way better. No,
0: Ra's fun to play when you're playing solo because you have three characters, and so one of them can be Ra, who you, like, don't think about at all. You always know that he's just going to work, and then you pick two other characters that you can actually, like, try and combo and do cool stuff with. So in a three-player game, Ra's fun, because, uh, three three-character game, because you're like, Ra, you're going to obviously be the guy in the back seat who's talking and no one can hear you and that's just life i guess so mm,
1: that's, yeah. so
0: yeah he's like playing with legacy legacy is incredibly boring to play with
1: but i mean legacy is necessary Ra's just sort of like a hard hitter ra also another problematic backstory
0: yeah i think i see that one i was trying to uh justify it by saying that this rando white explorer had his body taken over which i think is a more thematic and interesting take than like White I mean, it's definitely yeah. <laughs> like, he,
1: d- but he does, but he doesn't. I, it's. I'm, I'm. We'll have to look into Ra a little bit more. We read a little of the story. Still didn't. Still didn't make it clear. I would say that like, my, but it is interesting talking about like the mechanics of the favorite characters. I would say that some of them, the ones that I found most interesting to play were fanatic, Unity, Captain Cosmic. God, what? I liked Captain Cosmic. He's I,
0: fine.
1: I think the constructs are cool.
0: He's fine. Everything's fine.
1: <sighs> fine. All right. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Tempest.
0: No, I thought Tempest... I saw how Tempest was supposed to work. I think I played with Tempest twice. And it was like, that's enough for right now. I, I find this is a bit... It's a bit like pushing rocks up hills where you're like, I, I see what I'm doing, though, but I don't want to do it.
1: I think that Tempest would be a good one to play against even though he's like the nemesis of vos of whatever his name is because he brings them together he like forms like basically i think the guardians in this world um, cuz he's on like a team that compri- he's, like, he's he has the, like uh, ambassador freedom,
0: cards freedom 5 or yeah whatever.
1: he does things where he like brings brings the team together That's so nice. i think the tempest would work well against him but it is interesting because this game you, it is kind of fun to think about those things and what would work and what wouldn't and how you yeah. combo things. Because and...
0: while Tempest was is not always the most exciting character to play with, you played with him against uh, the Matriarch. Yeah, through the Matriarch. Just complete um, happenstance. Like you were like, I've never played with him. We're going to play this new villain. I'll try with Tempest. And Tempest was perfectly suited against her. Yeah. Because he was just killing all the birds every turn. Yeah. Shoot them all out of the sky. (laughs) Um, And you're like, wow, this could have been a real problem if we didn't have someone who could dependably deal one or two damage to everything. Yeah. But he can for basically his main power. And it was like blowing them all out of the air again. Yeah. So things like that are kind of nice. I often have to say, and I really wanted to get this in is that I can't think about this game without thinking about um, Marvel champions right and i have to say so this game comes with six villains and they all play very differently right like in some really interesting ways like how um the alien akash buta um has tons and tons of life this is like the main villain 200 life and when we played her she's listed as the second easiest villain and i was like wow 200 life the first one had 70 this is crazy but her cards work in that she has all these, like, tentacle things that come out. And every time you destroy one of those, she takes that much damage. So she gives you this impression that you're fighting, like, this sort of giant gooey monster. <laughs> and it really works. Whereas the Matriarch, this bird lady, has, like, floods of the board with tiny birds right. who just kind of, like, peck you to death.
1: Also, the Matriarch has, like, the best pop culture references. Like, the the birds cards in there oh, are uh-huh. so perfectly the birds. And also she has Hugin and Mugen, which yeah, is... I was gonna say. Just Hugin and Munin. Munin, yeah. yeah. Hugin and Munin.
0: The birds are everywhere. They call them foul cards and whenever you yeah. draw a foul card, it says draw awesome. another one. Draw, And so you'll sometimes be like, oh, there's nothing on the board for the villains. And you'll draw one and then surprise, there'll be like 10 like cards. Minute. Well, that's out. how it works.
1: Yeah, but... They show up on top it there's like a crying kid next to a swing set picture
0: and <laughs> I'm Russell like, T- I'm here. Ross yeah, I'm here for it. So like, that is different from the alien. And then you have Baron blade who f- the game will lose if you take too long to progress from his stage one to stage two, which I thought was kind of cool because he's not hard, but if you don't move fast enough, then you just straight up lose. Yeah. And then Omnitron, I had to say, this was, I think for me, one of the most mechanically interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't particularly like fighting it because it was hard, Yeah. but all of the Omnitron cards have like two different abilities on them. And every turn his card flips over and so on like one turn all the fabricate actions yeah. will go off and then you flip it over and it says all the exterminate the next time and so sometimes they'll like replicate and get bigger that and more gave powerful. like very lord of the ring feels
1: because you had to learn how to like shift your damage how to time yeah. and it's it screwed with the internal timing structure which mm-hmm. is fascinating so are you saying that that's not what happens in um marvel and champions no
0: i kept thinking about marvel champions because marvel champions share so much like on paper with this game uh-huh. but my one of my main problems with marvel champions is that so it's many boring. of the games feel the exact same yeah it's boring like i'm either fighting or reducing threat and that's literally it
1: it's boring it's like playing legacy and tempest the whole and you time. can
0: say oh well you we were fighting uh green goblin or kang it's like well yeah but they both kind of felt the same and in this they don't feel the same and yeah. i was very impressed by that but I was like, wow, I don't think that fighting Omnitron was anything at all like the Matriarch. Like, nothing. And that Omnitron mechanic with, like, the Fabricate or Exterminate? Another thing that's not in the old edition of the game. Mm,
1: interesting. So,
0: a lot of work has been done on this in the subsequent years. Yeah. The intervening years, they've done a lot. Um, and I think that they're going to release uh, an expansion for the Definitive, which is not... I mean, that's misleading. These are already all out. I think it's called Rook City Renegades. It's on the back of the book. What is Rook City?
1: Is that where they all live? I think it's where they live, yeah. Or is that where the matriarch's from? That's a great question. But is that what know. I did there?
0: Mm, no. It's oh, like Rook. A bird. I got it, yeah. The like, bird. The like like yeah, bird yeah, yeah. reference. Um, but I'll be really curious to see what it is that they do, because yeah. they are obviously doing a ton of work to rebalance and rejigger and streamline and sort of just polish everything for these this definitive edition and it's hard to tell really why we didn't like the old one was it because of its inherent issues that have been fixed or was it just because we were younger gamers and now we're better suited for this system i don't really know probably a little bit of both yeah um but my i don't
1: know though i mean i do i think because of our past experiences, we did approach this with some skepticism, and I won't say that there weren't moments that we were both like, well, mm, that's frustrating. And it might just be, like, based in characters, but the first time, like, you agreed with me about Unity, who I said was one of the most interesting characters to play, yeah, but not necessarily my favorite. And I guess you could chalk that up to the fact that she's, like, the assistant instead of a full-blown hero. Yeah. I mean, but that's sort of, like, a whatever. My
0: thought on Unity was that she would have been a great character to play if she started with an item. Yeah. Like, her card needs to say, at start, discover one item. Yeah, because, because you can't do works.
1: anything with yeah. her without building. And yeah. instead, it says destroy an item if you do play or discover one mechanical golem. Yeah, but there's but no guarantee that you're going to have items. So when
0: I played with her, I in my opening hand had almost all mechanical golems, which you can't play. It says mm-hmm. on them you cannot play them yeah. unless you have a thing that allows you to. Which is an, item. an yep. item. And I was like, it took me like three turns to get an item. Yeah. And then it was destroyed... By yeah. the reveal of the villain deck. And I was like, wow, this is really annoying. Yeah.
1: And the items have incredibly good powers on them, too. So it's sort mm-hmm. of heartbreaking when you have to destroy them to put out a golem.
0: So that was my only real issue. Was I was like, she needs to have a thing that says it's start discover. Yeah, um, And I mean, the other
1: issue is stuff like Legacy. If you are asking people to sit around at game night and play five player games, Legacy, I mean, maybe maybe you just need better friends who are better people than we are
0: (laughs) or maybe you say oh if we're gonna play with like me and you and another person who plays games and my mom then my mom would get Legacy.
1: It <laughs> makes it sound like even worse. People are like, here's a boring one. It's just well, like it's, so much. It's
0: very straightforward. It's very clear. There's very little complicating. And there are a couple. There's a couple characters. I mean, Ra's basically like that, too, which is why I like. No, but him Legacy is character. even
1: less interesting because he's a support character. So That's everything <laughs> he does allows other people, other people to have, have better, better turns. turns. Yeah. Which is just not fun. (laughs) So, yes, I
0: do think that... But I like
1: Legacy as a character. Like, I want him to be in the game because he's incredibly helpful in what he does. He He kept us alive. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason that Captain Cosmic or whatever made it. And other characters made it as far as they did because he protected us for most of the game. In that
0: same game, you played Legacy and I played the Argent Adept who, based on the instruments that i had out was a support character too and he was letting other characters take their Powers like multiple times, and I thought yeah. it was great. I was like, "Look at all this crap that he's well, doing." Well,
1: and I guess that's because he's maybe better ballot. Like, if you had to work to get him to be a support in a weird way, it would be like, "Oh, this is satisfying because I made this thing and I m- pulled it, it was. off." I did. Think but it was. Legacy is incredibly straightforward, and in then it's just like, "Here, everybody else has a shield, not Everyone you though, not you." A card. Oh, that means that everybody power, else is protected, like, oh, which means man. you're the only one who's not protected, which means that you're going to be you're the target of and all the damage. <laughs>
0: So, I, I think that at the end of the day, and I was thinking about this, because we didn't even talk about things that are more subjective, like the artwork in this game, that was completely overdone. It has the same artist, because I checked that too, um, and I think that the artwork in this edition is like a trillion times better than yeah. the artwork in the old edition, and I'm some people don't think so which really just fries my brain like that's the really uh, weird. egg in the pan I'm like whoa. <laughs> um, I think that the artwork in this is great I yeah. love like the Silver Bronze Age comic book art yeah I, I love the whole great. world that happens yeah here. and I so in terms of like my takeaway is that this game has gotten like an extreme polishing that's yeah. what it feels like from the graphic design which is better the language, which is clearer. The phases are more clearly delineated. They're mm-hmm. linked better with card abilities. It's very clear when things happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, they. one thing that we also noticed was that different when you looked it up was that they actually have the different phases listed on the cards. Mm-hmm. In, like, a very clear, like, you can scan and see, like, if it has green text on it, that means that, or not green, yeah, if it has green text on it, that means something happens at the beginning. It's the start phase.
0: Yeah, and this will say start phase in all green capital letters and on the old cards it might say at the beginning of your turn but you'd have to like sift through a block of it'll text it'll be like a paragraph yeah. on the card yeah and so everything in this has gotten, like, <laughs> I do remember extreme... that about
1: that that every single time that it was your turn you were like reading every single card like yeah. all the way through
0: and this is, in my opinion has gotten like an extreme polishing yeah i would agree everything looks better everything works better i mean yeah i i am very impressed by the work that was done to take a game that a lot of people liked and make it for me significantly better like way way better yeah so that's what i think i mean and there were i recommend if you're curious about this game or if you've played it and you're like eh whatever um there's a guy on youtube named jason perez who does videos i think for dice tower And he did, like, the side-by-side comparison Mm. where you get to see not only the graphic design and art changes, but he goes through a lot of cards and is like, this is what the old card did, this This is is what the new new card did. And it's really interesting, at least for me, to see, like, these are the real nuts and bolts changes that were made. Um, And his verdict, I think, was like, hey, if you hated this game, this doesn't change enough to make you like it. Hmm. Which maybe is true, but it wasn't true for me. Yeah. Because I did hate the old edition of this game. Yeah. That's a strong word, I know. I donated the game for free to Goodwill. Yeah. I basically dropped it in a box. And I think that this is significantly better.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It's just easier to play. And I don't think that that's all down to... I think we would have an easier time playing it now that we've played more games that were much older and more more experienced to the ways of the card games but i don't think that that would make us like it anymore <laughs> like i think that we could yeah. do it more easily but i think we would still be like why am i sorting through this whole block of text yeah am i supposed to go now or am i supposed to go later because actually i feel like some of those things would irritate us more yeah, now that we be less patient <laughs> because for... now we know yeah. that there are lots of games that very clearly delineate well if this happens in this turn this happens in that and this has become one of them Mm-hmm. Like it's very clear when the start phase happens. This is what happens. Yeah. So so
0: high marks, I think. Yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with it. And it's I fun. Hope it's that interesting. The work they've done continues because I would like to see more content yeah and this game also as a last note does a really good job of giving you tons of variability yeah <laughs> like it we really didn't even does. talk about the uh, environment text nope but when you set up all... a game you pick your heroes you pick your villain and you pick where you're fighting
1: yeah it's sort of like um like in legendary when you set up the, the scheme um,
0: or no, yeah the, the, the there's the, the, the scheme
1: and there's the plot or whatever
0: scheme and then the villain has the master yeah strike. the master yeah strikes, so the scheme yeah. is it's a bit like the scheme the like scheme it it's it like something else what that happens. throws throws a yep and so i keep playing baron blade who's the easiest because i keep wanting to try out the harder environments, environments and seeing see how, like how hard they really Makes are sense. i can so see that. i had to say it's like, a nice mix and match really nice job of adding tons and sometimes
1: of you stuff. can get an environment that really screws you with a villain and you might not even know it and you're like oh <laughs> yeah. all right this is horrible Shouldn't wasn't that. expecting that, that. one was hard but that's
0: kind of cool it's fun yeah. to do stuff like that so i yeah. just i'm very happy with this yeah thing. we
1: like it okay. we would like it if the wraith had pants
0: I would be perfectly fine if the Wraith had some sensible pants on.
1: Yeah, I would be fine I if I mean the Wraith is obviously had supposed media. to be
0: uh, what's her name? Bat Batgirl, Bat. Really? Um Jim Gordon's daughter in Batman. Um. Yeah. don't if you're not if you're not familiar with that comic book, um don't read it. <laughs> There's some serious uh, of issues with it, we could talk about that offline.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, eh, yeah, I can, I can see
0: that easily. But that, that is uh, for me like a direct lineage from that. All right, fair, fair. Um, um, well, so, like I said, it's, it's a, it's an iceberg of comic issues. Right. So anyway, that is Sentinels of the Multiverse, specifically the definitive edition. Cool. 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 All right. All right. Play on. Have a good night. This is player two signing off. Player one signing off. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>